0: The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. John. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall not hunger, and he who believes in me will never thirst. But I said to you, that you have seen me, and yet you do not believe. All that the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I will never cast out. Because he said, I am the bread which came down from heaven. They said, Is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How does he now say, I have come down from heaven? Jesus answered them, Do not murmur among yourselves. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him up at the last day. It is written in the prophets, And they shall all be taught by God. Everyone who has heard and learned from the Father comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father except him who is from God. He has seen the Father. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate the manna in the wilderness and they died. This is the bread which comes down from heaven, that a man may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever, and the bread which I shall give for the life of the world is my flesh. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Christ. Father, I pray at this time that through the power and the work of your Holy Spirit, your living word would go forth, um, nourish and fill us as you alone can. And this we ask in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We began this portion uh, of the gospel, the sixth chapter uh, of John. The 35th verse was where we began. And throughout the entirety of this chapter, uh, it follows Jesus' feeding of the 5,000. And then Jesus, of course, as you remember, travels across the lake, and the people come around um, to find them there. And uh, Jesus begins to teach them uh, out of love and of concern, but also challenging them as well, pointing out to them um, the necessity... Um, That they have for him in this very first verse that we hear, Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. There is something um, implied in this statement. And the implication uh, is this. Jesus um, says to them that you need me. Um, And let me ask you something. And and maybe this is just too telling about myself. Maybe you all are better um, than I am. Um, But what is your first response when someone says you need to? Are you all as resistant as I am? Uh, you know, maybe I, I may sort of appear compliant on the outside, but on on the inside, I'm thinking, you know, what, I, I don't know that I need to do that. Let me let me let me think about that. There's that there's that natural resistance um, that I think is very much a part of human nature, even if it's even if it's something that we really need to do. More often than not, you need to. Um, the initial response is one of resistance, and and we see one of the things that. Um, the people of Jesus' day are challenged with, just as you and I are challenged with as well, is um, we, we like to admit our needs selectively. Um, I, I like to admit certain needs, um, but, but not others, and, and I like to sort of get some help, but not relinquish um, control altogether. And in fairness to the people uh, of Jesus' day, Jesus is making a bold claim here. Uh, Jesus says the words, I am I'm the bread of life, and, and I am. Um, was the word which was used to refer to God. You remember Yahweh, I, I am who I am. When, when they ask, tell us who you are, tell us your name, I, I am who I am. Jesus is making a very bold statement. If there, uh, Not surprisingly that there's a certain resistance among them uh, as Jesus makes this claim uh, about himself, as he makes this claim um, to them as much as he makes it to you and to me, where, which he says, of course, um, you need me. And I think all of us can probably... Um, readily admit there there are so many things and it's not unique to our time but certainly our society gives us plenty of things there's so many things that we are pursuing um, in our lives thinking that they're going to fill us uh, I don't know but my garage is full of them um, and we we pursue it through um, stuff we pursue it through um, different relationships we pursue it through um, different experiences and you know to some degree there's Those things aren't necessarily um, inherently bad in and of themselves, but there's the reality of the void um, within all of us. There's the reality of that um, which needs to be filled. There's the reality uh, of the hunger um, that's a part uh, of the human heart, that's a part of the human condition. Hunger um, is a force um, which drives all of us, uh, and it is there. And Jesus um, offers words of hope and good news, but he also offers words of challenge as well because he said, you know what, I'm the one you need. I'm the one um, that can fill you in a way in which um, no other can. You need to, um, of course, we hear, eat my flesh and, and drink my blood. And, and obviously, he's not talking literally um, about that. And not surprisingly, we hear a little later in the chapter, the people say, you know, this, this is a hard saying. Um, this, is, this is a hard teaching. Uh, but Jesus um, tells them that they have um, a need for him, um, that they are unable to fill themselves um, that they are, that we are incomplete uh, among ourselves. And, and that's a challenge um, to us because we want to be confident um, in our own ability. Uh, we want to be able to resolve things ourselves. We want to be able to fix um, things ourselves. Uh, but Jesus says that we have necessity for him, that he alone is the one who's able to fill us. He is the one who alone um, can make us whole. That is the word um, which challenges us, um, but there's also a word of hope and a word of good news in there as well. Um, one of the challenges, of course, is that he says, you know what, you're, you're insufficient unto yourself. You're not able um, to fill yourself. You're not able to do it um, on your own. You're not able to experience salvation, and you're not able to experience fullness. You're not able to experience wholeness um, on your own merits or on your own striving or on your own best efforts. There's the word of challenging to some degree. <laughs> If we have a problem with that, we have a problem um, because that's that's the word um, that he speaks to us. But the amazing word he says is that it's given to you and to me um, the ability um, to be filled. It's given to you and to me the ability to be whole. And, and how is it accomplished? Not through our works, but through um, our believing in him, through our placing our hope in his strength and sufficiency by, and here's the word of good news as well, um, by being drawn to him. Um, I can remember... Um, in my life a, a time or, or a period when I really would, you know, as, as we sort of say, um, really sort of gave my life to Christ um, in a way that I had never done so um, before. But it's funny, as I look back at that, um, I realize that it wasn't a decision I made. It was something that God had been working in, in me all the time. Uh, he, had been, um, he had been drawing me. It wasn't something, you know, I would saying, look back and say, God, that was a really good decision I made. Um, you know, I thank, thank goodness. No, the reality was God was working all along. Um, Planting seeds, nurturing them, um, drawing me to Himself, both through um, times of of, of blessing and provision, and also times of of trial and challenge um, and and hardship as well. All of those various factors had been ways in which God um, was drawing me. The incredible news given is that Jesus has come forth into the world um, and that He draws us um, to God, that the Holy Spirit is alive and at work, drawing us um, to God. Uh, And God draws us in such a way; He doesn't force us um, to come to Him, um, but uh, in this, uh, I don't know of a better word. I, I sound like I don't know. I'm a hundred years old when I when I say this, but but He woos us, um, if you will. He He draws us um, with His love. He draws us um, with His mercy. He He seeks us in a way He doesn't force us, but He continually draws us to Himself that we might experience that which we all hunger uh, and long for, uh, and that is. Um, to be made whole uh, and to be filled. And and Jesus alone is the one who's able to do that. And he gives that to us freely. And the good news is it's not merit-based, something um, that we can finally measure up and earn, but it's something that's given to us. And we see that there were those, when they heard this, um, they murmured um, and they grumbled um, and it made them angry. Uh, And we hear, of course, that there were those who um, were drawn and, and, and gave thanks. And so. Uh, my invitation to us, uh, my, my prayer for us is that we would, uh, in, our, in our prayers uh, and in our thoughts, give thanks and, and turn to a God who draws us um, to himself, uh, the one alone who can fill us in a way in which no one else and nothing else can. And as we hear that this evening, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that uh, in your Son, Jesus, you, you seek us that you uh, lovingly desire to draw us to yourself. We thank you that you've laid down your life, uh, that we might have life. I pray by the work of your Holy Spirit, Lord, that you would um, continue um, to draw us um, to you. And in being drawn to you, Lord, we might, um, we might lay down all the, all the various things and false promises and idols that we so actively pursue and find the fulfillment which you desire to share with us that we might know the fullness of life made available in you. And this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.